0: So, last night or early this morning, depending on how you view it, New Japan Pro Wrestling held Wrestle Kingdom 17, part one. And one of the big news stories that came out of there, of course, was one that really wasn't that much of a surprise uh, when you get down to it. And that is the debut of Sasha Banks, now going under the name of Mercedes Monet. Basically, Monet being, you know, interpreted for money, like Mercedes, Mercedes money. It's Monet, or whatever you want to call it. And of course, she did confront Kyrie, the former Kyrie Sane in WWE, after she had defeated in a quick squash, apparently, Tam Nakato to retain the IWGP Women's Championship. Now, Mercedes did attack Kyrie after they shook on an agreement okay, we will have a match. She did attack her, got out the mic, called her the you know, B word, bitch. And basically stated that she will see her at battle in the valley which is going to be in Silicon Valley in San Jose uh, next month now the reason I bring this up is because when Sasha Mercedes debuted she debuted in a way that felt as some people would put it a little off some say that she missed her cue in other words when she made her entrance she missed her cue Uh, To show up, you know to show up on time or something like that and then when she performed her new finisher Which is basically kind of like a gory special where you lift the person on your back You know they're like this, but then you spin them around and you them with the DDT Some say that she botched that finish, but others say Kyrie botched that finish and others basically say both kind of share the blame And I look at the fact that I have to go with option C both do share the blame and I think the reason being, and I say it with all due respect, no offense, there was probably a lack of communication due to language barrier. I'm not saying Kyrie doesn't speak good English, or decent English, but there was probably a miscommunication of how it was supposed to be done, or they just didn't have the opportunity to do it, or rehearse it I should say, before the show happened. Now, with that said... Like I mentioned, Mercedes is scheduled to face Kyrie in Battle in the Valley in February, which is in San Jose, almost essentially my backyard. But the question will be, will New Japan put the IWGP women's title on Mercedes, aka Sasha, or will they keep it on Kyrie and the only reason you know Mercedes is here is to help elevate that championship to a higher standard. To me, I look at it still like You know unless WWE does within the next couple of days you know switch her profile over to the alumni page it seems to me that there might be something more going on here than what's being let on I mean the only information that we've known about is she's headed to New Japan she's thanked everybody from Triple H to Vince to even her WWE persona and all that uh, before debuting you know you know she's done all that and, and again we've pretty much known about this happening for about a couple of months but again there's still something a little off about it like there's, some, there's more information we don't know about especially when you add in the fact that last night you know in attendance and behind the scenes backstage you had Naomi and you had Bailey that's right Bailey you know leader of damage control you had them in attendance you know in the audience and backstage in support of Sasha and the question you have to ask yourself is, why would Bailey be allowed to do this? She's a WWE contracted superstar. That's what gets interesting. The same with Naomi. You know, both of them are still under contract to WWE, and that's what gets interesting. To me, I think we're going to get more information as the month goes on as to what's going exactly what's really going on, I should say. And I'm not saying that WWE is not going to within the next couple of days. You know, put Sasha's you know profile page on the alumni page, or profile se- profile I should say on the alumni page. I'm not saying they're not going to do that, because when you looked at Mercedes Monet's uh, debut last night, you basically, if you take away the fact that she had a new kind of wig hairstyle and everything, very otaku inspired and influenced, as well as the fact that she was coming out to a a uh, remixed interpretation of Crisscross's jump, where instead of the word jump, it's her say money or something like that. You have to really think and wonder if maybe she got what she wanted, you know, deal-wise. Like maybe Triple H said, okay, we want to keep you, so I'll give you what Vince wouldn't. And that's what, probably what happened. But we don't know. We don't know, because again, when you strip away the Mercedes Monet, you know, uh, name, when you strip away the way she entered, strip away the new theme song, which a lot of people kind of are interesting, which some people are back and forth about, in the end, the person, the person you saw in that ring shaking Kyrie's hand, you know, turning, basically attacking her from behind or without her realizing it or unaware, and then hitting her finisher, or at least attempting to, her new finisher, when you get down to it, what you really saw was Sasha. That's what you saw. Again, you could, you know, call her Mercedes Monet all you want, you could give her a new theme song, give her a new finisher, and all that. But the way she was entering that ring, the way she was posing and you know doing her traditional stick, you strip everything I just mentioned away, and you just got Sasha Banks in an in a new Japan ring. That's all you got. Basically, it's Sasha Banks. Just, you know, with a new you know uh, new coat of paint, if you will. And that, to me, again, along with the fact... And maybe I'm reading too much into this. But along with the fact that you had Bailey behind the scenes and in attendance for this, along with Naomi, who are both still contracted to WWE, it, it, may, it really makes you wonder if Sasha, like I said, got what she finally wanted contractual-wise. Did Triple H say, you know what, Sasha... Mercedes, this is not here anymore, I am, Stephanie's here, Nick's here. You know, you want that contract, you want to be able to do all this when we have no use for you at the time, or have new stories for you, you got it. And maybe that's what happened. But again, we won't know. We won't know until her WWE theme or her new Japan music, whatever, hits at the Royal Rumble and either she comes out of Sasha Banks or Mercedes my name. You know that that is the only way we're gonna know something's up. That's the only way. Because, again, you can't tell me that Triple H is not going to want to let someone like Sasha go that easily. Or let her, do, or let her just, you know, you know have, just let her contract, what I'm trying to say, expire that easily. You don't think he's going to, you know, do what he can to get her back? He is. He's going to do everything in his power to get her back. And if it means giving her what she's been wanting... For years, you know, pay-wise, you know, being able to do things outside of WWE and all that. If, he's, if he if he, has to go and do what Vince won't, then Triple H obviously seems like the kind of guy that will allow it to happen. I mean, again, let's look what happened just a couple of days ago, several days ago. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura took on Great Muta, Kenji Moto, in his last Pro Wrestling Noah singles match. Shinsuke came out to his Rising Sun WWE theme, you know, along with the guy that does the violin, uh, does the violin part of that theme, just like he did before at WrestleMania and stuff, in Royal Rumble and NXT. You know, he had he had that entrance, if you will, in pro wrestling Noah, and he did. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. A couple months, you know, uh, half a year ago, I should say, half a year ago. Vince McMahon would not allow him to do this. When he approached Vince, when he approached John Laurinaitis, when he approached Bruce Pritchard, all of them collectively said, no, you're not doing that, because that's another company you work for us, you're not doing that. And yet now, with the changing of the guard, here you have Triple H saying, Shinsuke, you wanna do it? Go and do it. Carl, you're still the never openweight champion. You wanna go compete in Japan a couple of times for Field of States? go for it. He didn't stop him. He did not stop him. Much to maybe the chagrin of a Bruce Pritchard who probably saw this being, you know, made all these decisions that Vince didn't make or didn't say yes to being given the okay. I mean, no no offense to Bruce, but he's probably been looking at those decisions going like, that SOB, you know. And the reason he would probably think that is because he's thinking, that SOB, he's risking us losing this talent to all to other companies because of this you know again I'm not Bruce I'm not someone that lives in Bruce Pritchard's shoes but I can guarantee you he didn't like maybe Triple H changing you know the you know changing the decisions that Vince made against Shinsuke going to do the, you know that last singles match against Great Muta or Carl Anderson being able to you know go out and defend his championships successfully and then not successfully two times for for New Japan you know you can't tell me that Bruce didn't cringe against that because he did which also makes me think that if he's allowing all of this to happen even though then even though they're not going to be impactful in the end but yet but that's something we don't yet know who's to say he probably didn't do like I said what Vince and the others wouldn't do for Sasha give her the contract she wanted allow her to do these things so that maybe, as I've mentioned before, he could try to get a foothold in Japan for NXT Japan, which they plan to launch probably sometime this year or next year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that when I look at someone like Bailey, you you know, who ironically, a little story here. I actually met a friend of hers when I was looking at Walmart. I checked that friend out. I was like, "Oh, you're getting a Bailey thing?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I know who Patricia is. She's one of my best friends." And I'm like, "Okay." You know, okay, that was that was kind of cool to you know to be part of. But anyway, but anyway, you know, when I see this and everything, you know, normally if Vince was still running the company, there is no way Bailey would be able to do this. No, there is no way Bailey would be able to go and do that. Now you might say, well, you don't know that. Uh, yeah, I do, because. Any time a you know a WWE contracted superstar or employee in the offices would go and attend an event like let's say Wrestle Kingdom or an AEW event or whatever, you know they might be lucky to not get in trouble, but most times they would. They might get taken aside and said, you know, by Vince and his crew, and be like, hey, uh, we heard you were behind the, you were backstage at so and so's event, and the person might be like, yeah, is that a problem? And they could say. Well, as long as you weren't on camera, that's fine. But uh, we don't really like it when you, when our superstars do that. So can you please not do that again? But yet here you have Triple H. It's like, hey, go ahead, go support her. And to me, if Triple H is more lenient about that, that tells me there's something more going on. And again, we probably won't know until between now, Rumble, and Battle in the Valley, as to exactly, um, you know, what's happening with Mercedes in WWE. Because if they don't change her profile over to the alumni section within the next couple of week next couple of days or not week, you know, even before the rumble, then that tells me she's still working with them and she got the deal she wanted. You know, she got the deal she wanted, because again, like I said, you strip away everything that's new about her upon her arrival at Wrestle Kingdom last night or this morning. And basically, it's still Sasha Banks. Strip away the theme song, strip away the new move, you know, strip away the uh, otaku-inspired, you know, hair design and stuff. And it's still the same Sasha. The way she went in there, the way she posed, it's Sasha. That's it. That's It's Sasha. And, you know, maybe within a week she'll be showing up in AEW as Soraya's you know a tag team partner against Brett and Jamie and maybe that'll be a one off deal, we don't know. We don't know. But I can say this. I can say this. If Sa- if Mercedes got the deal she wanted from WWE and they're keeping it tightly close knit, you know, basically you know basically to the point that everybody that should be in the know about these kind of things are you know are out of the know. If she got that deal, but they're kind of keeping it closely close-lipped and tipped and basically you know uh, protected from online sites, you know getting it if it leaks out. If she got that deal, the more power to her, be- and more power to Triple H because this would be the first step, the first step in Triple H doing what Vince McMahon wouldn't do. And that's making partnerships with other companies outside of WWE internationally, whether that's New Japan, whether that's AAA, whether that's Rev Pro, whatever. This, to me, would be the first step. But we won't know until, like I said, between now, next week with AEW, and mostly Royal Rumble and Battle in the Valley. We won't really know. Like I said, AEW stop next week if that is true. It might be a one-off. We don't know. Uh, but again, we won't really know until between now, Rumble, and Battle of the Valley. Because if they don't give her the belt at Battle of the Valley, then that just shows she's still part of WWE. Because I look at it this way. Between now and Battle of the Valley, if they don't give her the belt, she's still WWE. She's st- and, her name, and her name, her profile is still on the roster page and not alumni. Then she is not only part of the company, but it would prove she got what she wanted. It would be the biggest proof and evidence that she got what she wanted. End of story. And you know what would be the most telling, too? Between now and Rumble and Battle of the Valley? After WrestleMania. That's right. Because you can't tell me that the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania won't be very important, very prominent, or prominent when it comes to debuts, returns, and all that. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, she is not her pro, and it all depends basically on just a, a simple change. So it all depends on a simple change of, okay, move her profile to the alumni section, and there you go. It's, it all depends on a certain change. And if that does not happen between now, Rumble, Battle in the Valley, then it's no doubt she's still part of the company. She's still part of the roster, and if she doesn't get the belt at Battle in the Valley, then that proves Not only is she still part of the roster, but she got the contract she wanted. She got the contract she wanted. And mostly, the biggest proof of that being the case is after Mania. If she shows up on Raw, if she shows up on SmackDown and confronts whoever the champions are on either brand. Because if that happens, and she comes out and says, I'm not Sasha Banks anymore, I'm mercedes Monet." And I'm now the CEO of this women's division. Just like she told Kyrie this morning at Wrestle Kingdom. If that is the case, then again, more power not just to Mercedes, a.k.a. Sasha, but more power to Triple H. Because Triple H is realizing that the best way to get people to tune in or get people talking is to try to keep things as quiet and unleakable as anything when it comes to the wrestling business. Because you keep hearing about, in the past couple of months, oh, Jonah might be showing back up. Guess what? The day or a day or so, or the day of the report that Jonah might be showing up, or the week that it says Jonah's going to be showing back up in WWE, what happens on that Monday Night Raw? Bronson Reed, aka Jonah, shows up. Reports of, uh, what, what is it, uh, Tegan Knox coming back the week, of, the week of the SmackDown she did. Guess what happens? That SmackDown, she shows up. Who else? Um, Dexter Loomis. He shows up. Reports were he was coming back. He shows up. You know, Johnny Gagano. Johnny Gagano. Nobody knew he was coming. People were expecting him to be AEW bound, whatever. And the reports are Triple H is pursuing him to get back. Guess what? He's back. Reports are Tennille Dashwood, done with Impact. Heading back to WWE is Emma. Guess what? She's back. The point is... You know, carrying cross, killer cross. The day it was reported that he was coming back, or being pursued to come back, what happens on that SmackDown of the day Report? He and Scarlett are back. The point The point is we hear about these things happening, but yet we're not sure when they're gonna happen, and then all of a sudden they happen when least expect them. So who's to say that Triple H isn't keep keeping this along with mercedes keeping this close tight knit and not letting it get out as much as people would like it to until the time is right and then prove you know between now rumble battle in the valley and potentially after mania that yeah she was still in the contract the entire time but she got what she wanted she got the contract she believes she deserves and is worth and again We won't really know between until between you know now the time she's debuted in you know in New Japan stardom till at least afterwards. What on for? Sorry about that, Uh, but anyway, want to? But anyway, like I said, you know, we won't really know until a certain time frame. And again, if, if. This is one of those close-knit secrets that are tight-lipped and everything to the point that they'll only allow certain, you know, bits of information to be leaked out there or put out there. Then again, more power to them. If it is revealed, she's still under contract to them, but she got the contract she's wanted, money-wise, you know, schedule-wise, and, you know, being able to do whatever she wants-wise. Now, you might say, well, I don't think that's true, Brian. I don't think that's the case. Hey, said, you know, she's going out of the way to thank everybody. Yeah, she is thanking them and all that. But she's thanking them mainly because maybe maybe because of the fact that it's to throw people off. You know, wrestlers if they get what they want contractual wise, and part of that contractual uh contract or contract that they get is allowing them to go to other places as a promotions internationally. But, you know, they don't want people to know about it, or if people hear about it, the thing thinking, oh, that person's gone. You know they basically they will do whatever it is to throw people off. There's a lot of wrestlers, you know, men and women over the past couple of years, and if not the past year, that will do all these different things. They will go out and you know online and say all these different things, kind of point this way, do that, do this, do that, to throw people off into thinking that they're heading elsewhere or they're leaving only to reveal that they're staying because they got what they wanted they got the contract they wanted I mean look Kevin Owens was on the verge of possibly going to AEW at the beginning of last year or at least in the spring of last year but he finally got the contract he wanted and the terms in the contract he wanted which was one to do a main event match at WrestleMania and do it maybe with someone like a Stone Cold, which guess what? He got the contract. Oh, got he got the match he wanted. You know, he wanted to do a main event at Mania. He didn't know who, with a legend, Bobby Stone Cold or whoever, and he got it. He got it. He got the match he wanted. You know, Sami Zayn probably had certain provisions and everything to stay with the company. And he got it. He got those provisions. The point that I'm getting at is Sasha probably got maybe what she wanted. I'm not saying that's entirely true because if they move her name to the alumni section in the next couple days, then okay, everything I've just talked about, you know, ignore it. Just completely ignore it, all right? But I look at everything that I've mentioned and I kind of say to myself that there has to be more to it. There has to be more to the situation than what's being led on. And again, if it's one of those things deals to where they like I said they're only letting a little bit get out there once in a while. You know, once in a while. They're only letting a little bit get out once in a while. You know, kind of to throw people off or make them keep guessing. You know, which is basically the same, but still then more power to them. Because if it, like I said, if it gets revealed that she's still in the contract with the company, but she's able to get the contract she's been wanting with the company For so long you know to where she gets equal money to that of Charlotte and Becky to where she can be able to do these outside projects with the Mandalorian and movies and music as well as even when she's not being utilized you know in certain stories of feuds be able to go out and compete for other companies like New Japan internationally then again more power to you know Sasha Banks and more power to Triple H for keeping it somewhat a secret you know for people that would pretty much guess right off the bat of exactly you know what's going on because there are times that secrets are not very well kept I mean Sasha's debut in New Japan is one of them you know and I think she pretty much knew everybody who figured out she was heading there which is why she started putting out all these other you know hints socially and all that as well as the thank yous but let's look at CM Punk Tony Khan did not confirm whether or not Sam Punk was going to come to AEW and come to Chicago. And it was only by word of mouth, rumor-wise, that the United Center got sold out for that live edition of Rampage called the, last, called the First Dance. And what happened? The rumor that sold out the United Center turned out to be true. Because it was either deliver or have shit on your face. Tony Khan delivered. He delivered because I think he realized people already knew, despite how much he tried to play it up, like, oh, I'm I'm not I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. And some are feeling the same way right now with Mercedes possibly being Soraya's partner next week. But we don't know. We won't know until maybe tonight on Dynamite if Soraya says, I want you to I want you to look at this footage. Oh, or or she mentions to Brent and Jamie, oh by the way, did you watch Wrestle Kingdom last night? Because uh There were two ladies that were shown that could potentially be my partner next week. And that's all you have to leave it at. That's all you have to leave it at. But here's what's interesting about that too. Mercedes may not show up in AEW next week because how does she come off after this morning? You know, at Wrestle Kingdom. A heel. She shook Kyrie's hand and then attacked her and called her a bitch. So what does that tell you she is? A heel. She calls herself the CEO of the women's division. She's a heel. She's basically the Mercedes Sasha Banks she's been wanting to be. So, what sense would that make if suddenly she shows up on Dynamite as a babyface? You know, what sense would that make? It wouldn't make much sense. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't work because there are several wrestlers that go back and forth from promotions, territories, if you will, uh, nowadays, uh, indie wise or uh, indie wise or smart mate, or mid-major-wise, you know, they, you know, they go from promotion to promotion, and in one promotion they could be a baby face. the other they could be the heel. And I'm not saying Sasha can't play that up; she could. But, you know, to me, you know, without being portrayed as a heel, Tony Khan knowing that people probably saw this. You know, Tony Khan's probably thinking, well, I want to bring her in to be Soraya's partner, but if people saw her being portrayed as a heel, oh, I'm not totally sure. So, you know, so it'll be interesting whether or not she does show up next week. and Because right now, Tony Khan's going to probably find himself within this next week in a situation of either deliver Mercedes Monet or have shit on your face. And that's about it. Either deliver Mercedes or have shit on your face. Period. But we'll have to see. Because like I said, between last night, this morning, at Wrestle Kingdom, you know, Royal Rumble this, end of, at the end of this month, and Battle of the Valley in mid-February, those will be telling signs of whether or not something more is going on or she is completely NJPW slash stardom. Um, bound, you know, for the rest of her career, or at least for this year. That will be the telling story. And mostly, it'll be whether or not WWE does, you know, make the effort to edit their website and put her name on the alumni page, her profile on the alumni page, and not keep it on the roster page, because if they keep it on the eternal roster page, then, again, you know, between now and Rumble and... Battle in the Valley, if her name is still on the, her profile is still on the SmackDown roster page, then something's going on. Something's going on. Again, Bayley being able to show up there to support her, yeah, now my, you know, yeah, people may not, may not say it's a big deal or anything, but again, as I mentioned, you know, people, you know, other wrestlers have been able to do that if, as long as they're not on camera, but you can't tell me they won't talk to later on by Vince and his crew when Vince was running things. We got a Triple H run WWE now. where he's more like, "Hey, do what you want to. Hey, do what you have to do. Maybe it's gonna help us out in the long run." And if Bailey going there is to help him out, then so be it. So be it. But we'll see. We'll see what occurs between now, you know, Rumble, Valley, and maybe even after Mania. Because again, you know, again, it's all, I know it sounds weird to do a whole video on this, but. You know, it, all it takes is a slight edit to transfer the profile over to the alumni section. And if they don't do that, between now, Rumble, Valley, and even aftermania, Mania, she's still in the contract, in my opinion, and she got what she wanted. That's the truth. That's the truth, in my opinion. She got what she wanted, you know, contractual-wise, you know, to be able to not only do all these things, including New Japan, but to get financially the money she feels she's worth. But we'll have to see. We will have to see. Um, I mean, again, I might be spit, I might be just throwing, you know, caution to the wind, and the wind's gonna blow it back in my face. And that that might happen. I don't know. You know, maybe this video, after a while, will be a mute point. But again, we have to come to We have to acknowledge, I should say, that there is something more going on here, maybe, because again. WWE had the entire time, the entire time, to put her on the alumni section, they never did. Even when they silently let her go, back in the summer, if you believe that, they had a lot of time to let her go. The first of this year, a couple of days, you know, three days ago, they could have put her on the alumni section. They never did. You know, something is up, and we don't know what it is. We do not know what it is. And if it turns out, like I said, that she got what she wanted... More power to her and more power to Triple H for keeping it a damn secret. Even from someone like, let's say, a Sean Ross Even from someone like a, you know, Mike Johnson, a PW Insider. You know, a Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez. More power to them. You know, if they were able to do that. Because these are outlets that find a way to get the information, get the scoop. Whether WWE or AEW likes it to get out there or not. So... So ne- so basically, in closing, like I said, we just have to keep an eye on over the next month or n- month and a half to see what's going on. Keep an eye on what's going on with Rumble, in a way, AEW next week. Keep an eye on what's going on with Battle in the Valley next month. And if in between there, certain things happen, you know, that, you know, like I said, potentially could happen, like, you know, Mercedes not becoming champion. If all these happen, if she shows up in the Rumble, if she makes even a one-off appearance in AEW and all that, if all this occurs, and she's still listed, she's still listed on the roster page, not the alumni section, but the roster section for WWE, then she got what she wanted. And I would definitely be one to tune into the Raw and SmackDown After Mania to see where she shows up because that would be the time she would make a return. Just my opinion. But, what do you guys think? Do you think maybe I'm just making a big deal out of nothing and this is a moot video that's not gonna make any sense or not gonna have any, um, you know, I guess you could say, What what's the word I'm looking for? Any uh, evidence to back it up? Or do you think maybe there is something more to it that we're not being led on to? and Mercedes and Triple H are doing their best to really keep a tight-lipped NDA from all of us. What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments, as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. oh Support me over at Patreon.com, slash BWRoses. Also Venmo at Brian-Roma-2. Cash app at BWRoses98. Also, support me over at BWRosesDiscussions, where you will get an audio version of this podcast. Uh, of this video i should say you will get an audio version of this support me over on that one um, if you will it helps out also check out the teespring store to find merchandise you can't get anywhere else in time to celebrate 2023 also check me out at Vimo at bw roses for content you can't get here on youtube and support me at so that's BVW 1979 but guys let me know what your thoughts are how do you feel ill either way do you think maybe you know, this is just going to be a moot video that goes nowhere, or do you think there will be some evidence to the point that backs up what I'm saying here, and that maybe there is more to what's going on than what's being let on? Let me know down below, and I'll talk to you later.